Uh, g'day and welcome to another Carnage House production interview. Uh, we've got a very special guest coming today. We've got our first musician on the program, I believe. We've had a mixture. We've had uh, venture capitalists, authors, uh, former chairpersons of the Australian Wool Growers Association. We've had... Um, who else have we had? We've had uh, the captain of the Power Chair uh, Wanderers. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone else, Dukes? Well, today we've got Snake Hill with us. Um, now, you're a musician, Snake Hill. Why don't you give us a bit more of an insight into what it is you actually, what, what you do and what your music's like for mm. people who've never um, <clears throat> engaged with you before? Um, well, I guess, I guess the best way to sum it up is that when I started doing music, there was sort of a scene of Aussie hip hop. And I thought, well, what can I bring new? You know, what, what else can I bring to that? And so it's sort of alternative hip hop. It's sort of, you know, a bit more a bit more American style integrated with that, a bit more of like pop. Um, but really the main goal was to just bring something different, I guess, for the Aussie music scene. So it, it's something that more people, I guess, who are new to hip hop especially can sort of gravitate towards. Okay, sort of like. awesome. Uh, and what type of so have you have you been releasing singles or have you done it so far? Yeah, so we started out with um, we released Hyper back in November or October last year. Uh, it was all we released the singles, but they were all part of the EP right. that came out about I don't know like two weeks ago, a week ago. But we to hype up the EP, we released two singles. So we released uh, Hyper and Rubbery. Mm. which were both energetic tracks. Yeah, they were both sort of to just gravitate an audience. You know, sort of catch a few eyes, you know, turn a few heads and stuff. Um, but yeah, we just released the EP, which has a lot more variety, I guess you could say, in yeah. terms of like genres within hip hop, you know? It kind of experiments with like a bit of EDM because um, I've had a bit of a past when, when like doing music production and all that, I've just sort of dabbled in different genres. But I think the good thing about the music I do is that I also produce it, so it also I also be able to like tunnel my vision through the music itself, not just lyrically, not just what I talk about, but also the direction I want to take it creatively. It, yeah, it allows me to really just sort of execute like the vision mm. I had initially. Do you have any um, like pattern? Do you usually make the uh, like the lyrics first, or the do you produce a, a beat first? Or yeah, what? I usually yeah. So I make the beat first, um, and my pattern is that um, I usually get this like. The sample or the foundation sound first so basically like it would usually be what you first hear you know because you usually have like a four bar intro before you bring in the beat and stuff so the sound sets the tone for the song in that sense and you can really i think it's you can make uh, more creative beats and percussions around a foundation sound i think so yeah that's usually my process um when i did with robbery though um that lyrically first uh literally just woke up like because it was the day we were recording the ep and i hadn't written i hadn't written the lyrics before the night before and i was like oh fuck like you know i'm stuffed um and then i woke up and i literally just had like a line from the song in my head and i'm like oh like shit so i just got up just started writing the lyrics and then within an hour just had the song written out so it's really spontaneous i find i don't I sort of sit down and I go, okay, like, I don't pre-plan making music and making songs and stuff like that. I just go in, whatever I'm feeling in the moment I make. If I'm not feeling something, I'll take a step back 
and then um, you know when I come back to it I usually find a good creative you know just sort of vision sure I guess it definitely um, producing and writing mm. um, gives you that uh, control I guess over the creative process why don't you tell um, us and the listeners a little bit about kind of your background and your story a little bit um, have you always been a musical person mm. has this been something that you've always been passionate about or is mm. it kind of you've fallen into this well yeah I I've always I've, I mean I grew up in a much more of a film acting like family I guess you could say like I grew up uh, in year 9 and year 10 I was sort of directing films acting in other people's short films you know just sort of like school people projects and I never took music seriously in that sense I enrolled in music in year 10 because it was easy uh, I did music one in senior year because I couldn't read music. All I could learn was like do actual like play piano and stuff like that. Um, and me and my friend said we did music production. We were the only ones in our class who actually like had the laptops out, actually making tracks. Everyone else was sort of playing the guitar, doing something like that. And I yeah, like I said before, I did EDM before that. So you know, I was focusing very much on like Swedish house mafia. You know, what was sort of going off at the time like David Guetta shit like that and then um, I actually gravitated towards producing hip-hop because it was easier than doing the EDM stuff because it requires a lot more like EDM requires a lot more tracks and sounds and like professional plugins but I found that with uh, hip-hop it's usually only about like you know you know if you break down most of the like big hip-hop songs it's like seven sounds that create this song so it was much easier, especially someone who was very new to music production, you know, had never really worked in Logic Pro or anything like that before. It was much easier to go into. Um, and yeah, and then we sort of had this uh, recording. I, I got the opportunity to record for a bit and, you know, I was making tracks and putting on Instagram, being like, oh, I might take this somewhere. Never really had the intention to. And then my friend from Port Macquarie, uh, Ryan Close, who's a sound engineer, we were talking a bit back and forth because he just got back from port and we were like, oh, we should hang out. And then we realized that we both were doing music at the time and he uh, was studying at JMC uh, just up in the city. And he was like, oh, we should get some, you know, like studio sessions in. And I was like, that, that sounds dope. Let's do that. And I remember we recorded uh, Robbery and Safari that day on the first day. And it like, yeah, it just it went off like that first recording session was really great. And that started the whole nearly a year process the EP just because we kept changing it and stuff yeah but yeah I guess that's sort of how it started um, but yeah no it was not my first I would never have thought that I'd be doing music this seriously right now do you find you're more passionate about um, producing or kind of actually um, kind of uh, rapping or whatever it is they're both I appreciate them both in their own aspects in the sense that like, you know, I find that with production, once you get the ball rolling, it's the best feeling. You know, once you like hit that creative mark and you just, you know, it only takes that one domino and you just keep hitting it over and over again and you basically, it's the best feeling making that sort of track, especially, you know, if you're making a hype track and you, and you play it back and you go like, like, fuck yeah, this is going to be sick. Um, but also like yeah also rapping in the also rapping in the booth because what i do is i don't it's sort of spontaneous in there as well in the terms that i like ryan my sound engineer will hit ideas back and forth you know we'll go in with an idea we'll go in with an objective 
but it might change. We might come out of that studio session having like done a completely different creative direction. So they're both very, you know, the enjoyment is like the spontaneous moments done it, um, done within them. But yeah, no, I, I would say I would say performing live is better uh, than both of those, because you know when you're doing that, it's sort of very you in the moment, what your vision is. But when you're live, you have a crowd, you have something to feedback off, you have like, you have like an energy to build off, which. Yeah, so I, I would say out of the out of the three, I performing live is probably the best. But yeah, production and studio time is definitely great. Cool. Where was um your first live performance? Uh, that was at the Val Bar, um, up near just across from Central Station. You know, like the bus bays and stuff. They had this sort of um, like open mic uh, night thing that this, uh, I forgot what it was, I think it was Showcase sort of opened up and it was at the Valve and I was, yeah, it was my first performance so I was so nervous, you know, I'd never uh, really done that. I sort of grew up with a performance history because I grew up, uh, uh, Hillsong, do you know Hillsong? Yeah, yeah, Hillsong Church. Hillsong. Yeah, grew We've up, been, uh, we used to go. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I, you know, I had some sort of stage experience with that because on like the youth Fridays and stuff. Yep. Um, so I, I, I wasn't, it wasn't like brand new to me, but sort of doing it in the hip hop environment was completely new to me and I had no idea how to react to it. So I was definitely nervous. I was definitely, yeah, I was definitely nervous. It was definitely like a new thing for me, but my thing is like, even if it's a shit experience, it's a learning experience. You know, I take away, how can I improve next time? And so, it didn't, it didn't go bad the first time, but there was definitely improvements that could be made that on the later gigs were done. Yeah, I'd, I, th- I saw a video of you. It might have been on Instagram or, or Facebook or one of your socials um, of you doing a performance. It looked like the crowd actually knew some of the words as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so where was that one at? Because that looked like that looked pretty fun. When uh, was that? Whenabouts was that? I don't remember when, when it was posted because I only watched it recently. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, have you done a few of them? Yeah, yeah, I've, I've had a few of them. It's in those in those cases because um, I think um, those cases were before the EP was released. Right? right. So in those cases, I had like you know a group of people I knew going, and yeah. I was like, yo, these are the tracks I'm going to be doing. Yeah. You know, hype them up if you want to give some feedback on the on the stage. So you know, it, yeah, it works out then. It gets it gets it sort of sets the uh, the environment and the energy for the other people as well. Yeah. You know, like for the people kicking back in the corner they see that going on they go okay like what's going on here yeah for sure yeah okay um so who would you like uh do you have people who you find particularly influential or artists which have influenced you like you want to kind of emulate or take bits and pieces from or do you find like you're kind of with uh, as the creative process goes on you're like taking bits or like influence from different people as you kind of progress yeah well yeah definitely for sure i think I think anyone, particularly in the music industry, any, everyone's influenced by someone. You know, everyone has that sort of like role model that got them into it. Um, you know, lyrically, lyrically, it has to be J. Cole. You know, I've, I'm like, I've like really started listening to his stuff recently. Um, Mac Miller as well, big, big influence in terms of genre as well. Uh, Logic, Travis, ASAP. ASAP and Travis are sort of their production elements you know, how they create sort of an atmosphere around all of their tracks. And then, you know, Logic, uh, Mac Miller, all that would be 
the sort of lyrical stuff. But of course Kendrick as well. I mean, like, who doesn't fuck with Kendrick? Um, it, yeah, they've definitely, they've definitely had an influence in the production aspect. And also, yeah, also when I'm writing down stuff, because this EP was brand new in terms of actually, like, putting out stuff that was mine out there in terms of songs and stuff. And so there was a lot of pressure in terms of what, like, I'd make a track, I was like, okay, this track sounds good. And I'd be like, okay, what am I gonna talk about? You know, where am I gonna take this lyrically? And every bit of the EP is from somewhere. Like it is some part of me is in each song. Um, but the, like listening to like, yeah, like a lot of J. Cole's old stuff really sort of, I learned a lot of that in terms of how to write, like how to, you know, cause it really is, it's sort of just like, like, you know, it's like poetry, but like talking about themes and sort of discussing stuff. And there's, there's a, there's a sort of level of like expertise with it. And so, yeah, that's been a big learning process is just sort of taking aspects of that, taking like sort of what they do, how they approach their music and, you know, sort of applying that to my own stuff. But yeah. So what's going on in your world or your music, um, uh, right now mm. like so you, you did the EP yep. you've got a music video coming up yeah um, and where what is the kind of the prospects look like for you or where do you want to take this thing mm. so yeah we have um, <clears throat> so we have a music video for Safari coming out uh, we shot last week um, and yeah no this in terms of like longer plans we we're definitely going to be bumping out new music very shortly looking out for new gigs and stuff like that um really just trying to get more reach and stuff like that but no there's definitely there's there's the ep was just sort of the beginning of it we have a lot more terms and sense of tracks and stuff coming out awesome but yeah because obviously there's safaris the the actual music has already been released it's kind of the the video um what do what is like the time frame if people are gonna kind of hang out for some new actual tracks what, what what kind of time frame are they looking at you know? um well we're working on some stuff at the moment um which should be out in the next i would say i would say within the next next month for sure definitely yeah. some stuff coming out we also want to be focusing on a lot of sort of um because we spent so much time away working on the ep we really want to dive into sort of the social media aspect stuff. We really want to yeah. be connecting with the fan base and stuff yeah. like that. So we're going to be connecting and creating a lot more content uh, specifically for that, which will be on a much more uh, reoccurring basis. Yeah. So to sort of fill in the gap between the bigger projects, we will have sort of like little snippets of songs, maybe sort of like a weekly, yeah. sort of like 30 minute track each week that we will be able to put on social media and sort of you know connect with the people. But yeah. That's definitely like even obviously we're in kind of separate things, but that's what mm. we found is kind of helpful for people who are trying to build attraction is like little snippets and like more content. That's like the more content of the best content, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like more of the like the because obviously we do an hour podcast and a lot of it's garbage, but there are bits which are good. So if you're kind of putting out that's that pretty stuff, funny. Um, yeah, we had some good reactions the other day when. We um because we have a little brother who's not here. Oh, he's, he's actually uh, probably more into hip hop, SoundCloud uh, rappers. Yeah, like yeah. he's mm-hmm. all across that more so than we are. And it's kind of this point yeah. he's not here. But yeah, we I want to get your thoughts on on one one rapper at some point. Um, but yeah, we had um the the people like 
uh, when we took Andy's chips, like his chips he bought after we had a really bad day, bought some chips once. We ate them. Yeah, we we put that all up. Um, and yeah, so stuff like that we find is good. But um, Andy talks about this rapper called um, because he looks like an NBA star. He's called he blue face bleed him. Blue face oh, bleed him. Blue face. Uh, Do you know him? Is he the one that's just come up? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think he looks a bit. He looks a bit like Kelly Oubre. Drop down, bust. Oh no, bust down, Tatiana. That yeah, that's him. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's him. Yeah, Andy. Um, Andy likes to give him a shout out on Andy. the podcast. Do you have any any blue face bleed him input? Oh, look. Okay, look. The thing is, as well, just sort of, particularly on Instagram, you see, you just if you go on the feed on Instagram, you see all of these like rappers and stuff, and I, I see him all the time. Up yeah, there. he's a pretty boy. <laughs> he had the yeah, he does sort of have that like X like yeah. aesthetic, you know. Chuck a few face tats, yeah. Dye the hair, a few you know, um, teardrops or something. Yeah, yeah. But look, look, I'm you know you know he's doing his thing. Yeah. You know he's out there. Yeah, he's making music. He's blown. He's he blown up pretty quick. Hey, yeah. Like he. Well, it's with Thoriana. Yeah, mm, that was exactly. it. And, and people were remixing it and, mm. and all that and stuff. And like Cardi B and shit, jump on that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Cardi B. So not a name you want to be associated with at the minute. Um, what do you also, well, Speaking of um, blue face or blue gums, blue gum blue as I call him. Um, what do you? What's your take on the whole um, mumble rapping in general? Because if I'm honest, I can't stand mumble rapping. Mm. I can't. Why not? It, um, Slaps. <laughs> like it, it sounds like, like you have the two demographics right here. Like yeah, it, it sounds like it's well produced, but it's like. I can't understand what you're saying. Like, yeah. I can't get around that. Give me some more time with Kwan. And like, yeah, I just can't get around it. What is your version? Is it kind of just like, let the boys play? Or is it, um, you got I a mean, stance on it? Look, like, you know, it, well, in, because in year 10, in year nine, that's when it was just becoming a thing. You know, Little Pump was still just on SoundCloud. He, he was the, the era of, little rappers yeah. had like it was hadn't really taken the rise you know but look I don't know it's personally not my thing I think there's a place for it I think Just you know you're not gonna it. listen you're not gonna listen to Little Pump when you want a deep and emotional moment it's for like your Friday nights at a club when you don't really give a fuck what the hell's playing on the speaker you just want something to like hype to yes yeah. you know I won't lie, I'm a victim to that. The occasional, like, the occasional yeah, hype track comes on, you know, you got to bump yeah. to it. Whether it's my personal, you know, thing with hip-hop, I don't mm. think so, you know. like. Do you think it's tarnished the the brand? Like, tarnished the... Well, Eminem doesn't like it. Eminem doesn't like it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God, no, he did not. No, Kamikaze, he really yeah. just... He went in on, on stuck the stuck didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Well, who did, um, who did, who, who did you think addressed, uh, Produced the best track out of Eminem and MGK on Rap Devil versus Killshot. Produced or like? What do you think? Well, overall, like overall. Did you're gonna say yeah. who won, who lost? <sighs> Look, mate, Eminem. Like you have, I have, I do, I honestly, I honestly have this argument with some people who who do believe MGK like took it. That's I reckon I, we we you, think. Are you MG, on the MGK yeah. train? Yeah. Look, I can on respect that one, both. The thing on is, that one, I, can I respect, felt like I he actually he went in, he went in, and it was like it wasn't as lyrically like put together. That's, that's the thing. But, that's the thing. That's but you I felt it more. You yeah. felt it more. Look, as a track, yeah, you know, as a track, MGK. Yeah. But you, like, exactly. I feel like there was more times in Eminem's rebuttal that you were like, oh, 
shit. Like yeah, that. and you had to listen to it a couple of times to get yeah, to get yeah, all of them. Exactly. So I feel like that's what I take away from these sort of diss tracks is what they bring lyrically. Yeah. I find that sometimes, like obviously Eminem's, you know, pretty um pretty hard to knock because he's a bit of a bit of a big he's big going man. To, he's, he's a big to man around time. Um, but some sometimes he gets really into the lyrics and it's hard to follow, especially when he says it so fast mm. and you're listening. It might take you a couple of times to get yeah. it. No, I, I had, um, you know that song, Kam- um, Kamikaze, Lucky You, with yeah. Jimmy yeah. Lucas? Yeah. You know, I'm still listening to that, trying to like break that down. I, was, I showed that to Alex yeah. the other day in the car and I was, I was showing, telling him about Eminem's verse and that. I thought it was pretty good because he goes on like a whole lot of different rhyming schemes um, mm. in there. There's like yeah, a bunch. Yeah, there's a lot of flows in there. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, it, de- it depends obviously what you're after, but like I don't want to be re-dissecting a song like yeah. six times just to kind of get the gist of it. Um, Look, yeah. Unless that's what you're into and like, um, but like right now, so if you're going to do that, I want something to <laughs> <laughs> That's about. what I mean in terms of like, there's a, there's a, there's a time and a place for each. Sure. You know, hip hop, you know, hip hop is a thing, you know, if, if you just want to kick, if you just want to like listen to hype music as you're mm. going through like a six hour shift wanting to bang your head on the table, sure, like chuck on some like hype yeah. shit. But you know, if, you know, if you want to like actually sort of lyrically dive into a track, there are those sources for yeah. sure. You know. Well, do you want to have uh, give a shout out to any artists you like who aren't super famous? Are there any ones that you like, or well, that you're working with, or anything like that? Um, or well, people that you uh, listen to, like who do you listen to? So you think should get a bigger rap than they do. Overrated, underrated. Sort of local, That's a good local yeah. boys. Um, I'm all I'm all for sort of Australian artists. So. Uh, <laughs> cursor, yeah. Mm-hmm. We've got a, one. Yeah, I have a few mates for Cursor, yeah. Didn't he just get that Nautica sign? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, he's repping that now. Yeah. That's, yeah. He sold more Nautica stuff than uh, any billboard they've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, uh, well, it's, uh, gotta say, you know, he probably doesn't even need it because he's, like, up there, but, you know, Kwame, he's a, he's a, he's a Hills boy, Triple J. Triple yes, J's I saw they did something uh, on Kwame, um, didn't he? He, he did went on stage with someone like recently. Oh, yeah. and he was with Picking Up because he's on. But I thought he had some some rapper came over from the US and he went on stage with them or something like that. That was ASAP Ferg. If I yeah, remember. that's yeah. it. Yeah, and he said it was. They did a little interview with him. Yeah. So no, I I mean like yeah, because he's he actually while I st- while I went to uh, Castle High. Uh, in the first couple of years, they, he actually we actually went to the same high school, and there was a couple of mates that um, knew him quite well. Um, but he's all, he has that. I I respect the fact that he sort of has the same mindset in the terms of he's bringing something new to Aussie hip hop, and it's sort of the um, the mentality, I guess, as well. You know, the the sort of you know because hip hop just has this sort of carry on of you know tough aggressiveness and stuff like that but you know the the he, he sort of brings like positive you know energy mm. i guess you could say to it which you know i respect that yeah right i guess you could say maybe 360 was like a similar when him and pez um mm. and those boys are doing their stuff um it got me thinking with the with the aggression and, and stuff did you ever watch those um kind of they're probably like 10 years old those those rap battles uh, on YouTube with that has like 360 and cursor in it like got beef and like king of the dot and stuff there's a pretty famous one with three that 360 and cursor did yeah 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 and they've in an interview 360 and cursor both said they're open to doing another one 
Um, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which would be fun. I think they're pretty fun, those ones. Yeah. They're a bit rude, a bit aggressive, but like they're quite fun. There's, there's quite a bit of profanity. Yeah. Large amounts of profanity. But we don't mind that. Yeah, we don't mind it. Um, what do you guys listen to? 360. Do you guys listen to much hip hop? I don't listen to a lot of it, to be honest. Um, what, what's your, what, do you, what do you guys fuck with in terms of music? I. I don't have a lot of new music. I reckon I've had the same, maybe like hundred and something songs on my playlist for like two yeah. years or three years, just because I was living in China yeah. where um, there's like VPN. So yeah. like you can't yeah. actually access all the sites and you have to go around it to pay me out. So I basically had all the songs from like 2016. <laughs> um, so you were stuck on my like, phone. Yeah. But back then, um, I was listening to uh, some ex. I was really liking Lil Peep back then, mm, mm. Um, and a few of the other boys. I was really. I still have a lot of like Young Lean and stuff on my phone. Oh really? Um, which is pretty funny. And I'm just going to tell a quick story about Andy, <laughs> Andy our little brother. Um, Andy, I reckon it would have been about 2015 um, <laughs> when I was like, I was pretty, in, I was pretty into um, Young Lean at this point, or maybe 2014. Anyway. And um, I was playing it outside while we were playing basketball. Like, I had my laptop out and we were playing it. And he's like, what is this? It's absolute garbage. <laughs> Turns <laughs> off. And then about a year later, I hear Lean World blasting out of the shower. Oh, <laughs> out of upstairs. And I go in, <laughs> bust him. <laughs> he got busted. Um, Did you catch him, like, with a yeah. marker doing, like, face yeah. tats? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Arizona iced tea and bucket hat. Oh, <laughs> oh what a look. Yeah. Um, Pretty fun. But no, shout outs to Young Lean. Shout yeah. outs to Young Lean, the sad boys. Um, yeah. Big things. I've always had a bit of time, you know, it's mainstream and I'll hack it, but I've always had a lot of time with Kanye. I thought. Um, oh, dude, for sure. Life like, of Pablo. Um, there were just banger after banger. He's, he, no, he's definitely a production influence. Yeah. Ever made. Dude, he, he's. Like, the fact that, like, sorry, I didn't mean to cut No, you go off, for I just it. mean, like, um, yeah, what, we, uh, what was it? Twisted Dark Fantasy or something? Like, one of them that came out in 2014 or something. I was listening to it, and that's, like, what ASAP and Travis are doing now. Yeah. Like, he genuinely was, like, like a pioneer. In he's, ahead of, he's ahead of the game. Always yeah. ahead of the game. Yeah. And he's absolutely he's lunatic. But he's, like, he's on the border of, like, total insanity and total <laughs> genius. Yeah. Which is, like, for a lot of people, that's where They're you have neighbors. to operate. Yeah. It's, like, on the edge. Yeah. yeah. Um, two sides of the same coin. Um, but yeah, he's great. I've got I've got a lot of time for for Kanye. Um, Do you listen to old Kanye or new Kanye? Um, I listen to a little. Look, to be honest, I don't listen to a, a lot of it, but um, I'll listen to a bit of both. Yeah. Like um, what's it? High school dropout? Is that it? What's the um, graduation? Graduation. That's it. That's yeah. That's a good. One. Um, and then <laughs> I'll just go through. <laughs> well, did you guys? Because I mean, you mentioned X. Before. Mm. And you know, it sucks because I like I loved X, but there's such a stigma around it now. You mm. know, the whole like white boy, right? Yeah. So like in your tennis stuff, like I really fucked with him. I played a lot of his older stuff, but then, and you know, I never really got it because I had a close friend who really fucked with Little Pete. Mm. And when he died, I was like, they were like, we're at like a party, and they were like really caught up on it and I'm like dude like why it's just a rapper and then mm. when you know 
yeah when x died i was like okay i get it yeah. you know i get that shit but it's it sucks now because there's he's blown up so much afterwards and there's this whole right yeah yeah because when it when it yeah sure yeah yeah because when it did come out that like um i think probably with both little peep and x and then you get a whole lot of like like famous artists like paying respect to these guys and then but a lot of the like people who have never listened to their stuff like like, why is he so influential like they never recognize and then you see people getting like like that's just like the most right like like shallow tattoos and shit of right. just like like uh, there were some photos of people who had like the exact face tattoos he had and I'm like oh, really? oh well you're not doing that because you respect the artist like right. it's a cl- it's a clout thing really that's what it, right. that, I mean that's what I dis- like that's what annoyed me the most is that it just quickly became like oh like clout game and I was like oh well fuck well, that's the problem as well, is that, like, it stigmatises everyone who was already, like, a fan of him before mm. him dying. And yeah. it's come, like, taboo, like, white person thing. Like, yeah. oh, you like Dex. Oh, you're one of those people, you know. Do you find um, there is any kind of stigma in general towards uh, white people in uh, rapping or in, like, hip-hop? Or do you think... Um, I think <clears throat> it's kind of... It's, it's sort of... I think in terms of that, it's kind of as an artist, people want to quickly put you in a yeah in a in a, in a box, right? Yeah. You know, they want to put you in a box. They want to be like, oh, you sound like Logic. Oh, like you're trying to be Eminem. You, yeah, you're yeah. trying to be Eminem or something like that. Um, like, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't really know um, what to really say about it, other than just prove them wrong. You know, no. just do your own thing, and but. Like, I don't. It's a it's a it's a it's a quite it's a quite trippy uh, tricky topic. Um, sure. Just because the yeah. Because there is like I think there is like a little bit of stigma towards white people trying to rap. Yeah. And like going to hip hop kind of in general. I think yeah. I think it can it can in like initially be like Maybe. oh yeah probably right. I, I like think there's a little. Bit, I'm not saying it's like Australia, an overwhelming though. defining thing because obviously we've had Australia, though, success, like, successful white. Yeah, guys all the most successful yeah. people in Australia. Though, in Australia, so white, really. Like well, yeah. Who do you um? You got have you guys heard of Baker Boy? Is it Baker Boy? I don't want to get his name wrong. He's a, a indigenous rap artist from Triple J. Right. He makes he makes genuinely good music. Yeah, Baker Boy. Baker Boy. I, we'll give a shout out to Baker Boy. I Baker Boy. That's yeah. that's that's. Mariana, is that one of his? Mariana. <laughs> you just did you butcher that? Did you butcher it's, that? It's possible. <laughs> I don't want I don't want to get this flagged. But it starts with um, yeah, so that's M A double R Y U N A. Okay, mm. just in case you're home and you want to look that up, and you're thinking you these guys are but racist. It's not us. Um, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. He's okay. So pull that up. He's he's 22 years old, born in Darwin. Mm. So he's actually he must be doing pretty well, like a Darwin guy. Um, same you age. Think that Darwin's got the hip hop scene. Well, you wouldn't really think that of any Australian. Yeah, no, yeah, it's sort particularly of particularly Donald. Yeah, they, yeah, no. Well, he's, I mean, he's, he's, he was actually on uh, an MTV uh, performance in in Sydney a couple of weeks back. Oh, really? Yeah, because they they did a trill episode or something like that, and he was one of the headliners there. But okay. no, he's he's Triple J has been, mm. you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. Well, maybe we'll just give one more, one more 
shout out before we before we wrap it up. In terms, I should really should have really said who I'm listening to. I do actually listen to um, a band who we have a familial relation to. It's called the Middle Kids. They like on Jeez. Triple J a lot. Um, we have a cousin who's in that band, and I actually do listen to that. I go oh, really? like out of. I will go on VPN and download that song uh, illegally to put it on my phone. Um, so, quick shout out to you. Now, Snake Hill, where can people find you or connect with you? Ooh, um, is Instagram the best? Yeah, well, yeah, I'd say I'd say Instagram's probably the strongest uh, social yeah. media um, base. Um, in terms of in the future, content-wise, will probably either be YouTube or Facebook. But you know, if you know, Instagram's um, the strongest in terms of connecting with the fan base. But you know, music-wise, if you want to mm. check out any music, it's up on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, all, okay. the, all the big names. Yeah, you know? but we'll That's put where the big boys the, play. We'll mm. put the links mm. in the description. Yeah, absolutely. Check it. Absolutely. And I thought before we go, why don't you tell us? Um, how did you or why'd you come up with the name Snake Hill? Oh, that's brilliant. It's like a little party story. But there is an actual story behind it's it. It's not that there is a story to this type of stuff. No, no. It's usually just sort of You reckon it's a publicist who makes well, this type of name or you go on the rap name generator sometimes. Yeah, if you pull a post malone and you just type in yeah. rap name generator and Did he do that? That's what he did, yeah. Well, yeah. So that's to him. you know, it's Do you listen to Post Malone? Oh, look, who doesn't? You know, I like, I like, I well, like, will you consciously, will you consciously look for, because obviously it's playing in, you know, shopping centres and on yeah. the radio and stuff. Will you I, consciously I'll, go I'll, and, I'll like, consci- if he drops something, will you consciously listen to it? Well, I mean, I'm following him on Instagram, but I'll consciously f- look out for his old, st- his old stuff is great. You know, Stony as an album is just fucking sick. I don't know. Yeah, it's sick. But yeah, look, he's, 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 I love the guy. He's so nice and I'm so happy that he's like legit one of the, Top artist at the moment because mm. you know that's yeah, yeah. It's fucking sick. He's been putting on some bangers. Yeah, he's yeah. he's the king mm. of bangers at the minute, I reckon. Mm. Okay, I said uh, Snake will finish the story. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 well, it's funny because um, well, we uh, 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 yeah. So I used to uh, I've moved around quite a bit in my life. Uh, I think about twelve times in total. Um, right. And one of the times uh, was this old house in Castle Hill, and the owners called the owners made it their own country, right? So it was this big mansion type, like, but not a mansion because it was like run down. But they it's sounding um, out of like a Disney movie. Yeah, yeah. Like or, where the creepy person or a horror movie, yeah, horror one movie. or two. You know, yeah. flip the coin. Um, but they they built it themselves, and they named it their own country, and they called it Snake Hill, um, and. They literally like painted the the walls like different sort of areas of like of like the world because they literally were like making it their own world. So as a kid going to that place, I was like, "Well, what the fuck's this? This place is huge. This place is massive." And you know, it was a big part of my life. I stayed there for probably five or six years uh, before moving. And when it, when 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 the music thing came around time serious enough that I was like, "Oh, okay." what name should I choose? I was like, like I said before, every bit of the music, I like actually, it's actually from somewhere. So I was like, well, why don't I just do that with a name? Fuck it, yeah. do like something that was my childhood. Oh, Snake Hill sounds cool enough, I'll do that. So yeah, it's 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 not a not a rap generator, you know, mm-hmm. type story, but yeah, that's what it's from. No, that is cool, That's actually, and it's authentic as well. Mm. So 
And there's no one else called Snake Hill, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, no, I, I did check up on that. There's only a couple of songs, but no one's called Snake Hill. Perfect. Well, that's the way to do it. Because, I mean, there's so many people producing stuff that often it's just like, even if you have something that's totally original, someone else has already got it. Mm. That actually happened to a mate of mine, like, well into, like, their music thing. <laughs> they found out that there was an artist, my sound engineer, sent it over to her and found out that they not only look like her, sang like her, but had the exact same name. Wow. And they were already an established artist. And I was just like, oh, that's like... Because that's your, obviously, like, your name is really your brand yeah. for an artist. Yeah. And, like, that's the way you get found and that's kind of the way, you know, you, know, you get paid yeah. as well. Getting that's what comes up on the poster. Yeah. Yeah. So you get your money. And then, so, like, you got to obviously blow that brand up and rebrand it. Yeah. There's no other Diplo. There's no, like, second Diplo being mm. like, oh, well, fuck. I can't mm. get big, you know? You do say that every now and then, um... Like bands in like Sweden sue someone in like the United States, mm. saying like we had the name first and you guys ripped it off us. Like after the band yeah. in the United States goes up, there's uh, a lot of there's a, it's it's it, it will it won't do you any harm to look into the legality of that. Yeah, you know, probably all the Lil rappers they're probably trademark having a hard time. Yeah, just trademark it. Well, that could be uh, you know on that. If you had any other advice to someone who was. Um, starting to make their own music and stuff. Besides that, uh, check the legalities. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For um, sure. What would it be? Um, you know, obviously you're still building your brand and yeah, that. So. Yeah, I would just say from past experience, just like honestly, just keep keep pursuing it. I think like that's that's one of the bigger, you know, that's sort of the bigger ones that sort of separate artists. Yeah. Just sort of exactly. keep pursuing. You're not going to just get famous overnight. Yeah, exactly. Just sort of build it up because you you literally have to start from somewhere. Mm. And I feel like that's a common occurrence, you know, from all the bigger artists is that they literally do just start, you know, rapping in their room and they yeah. lose it from that. Um, but yeah, also don't, don't I, I would reckon don't compromise, you know, as well. Do you, you know, cheesy as fuck, but do you and don't, you know, don't stop it. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, Kanye said that when he was out on, like, on school holidays and stuff, he was putting out like seven beats a day or making like eight really? beats a day. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah, was yeah. he putting that out on? What was Well, like, I think he was just making it on little like, mixtapes yeah, and little like CDs, CDs. And, just, and just like going at it. Like he tells that's a story. It, it might even be more than that. Um, but yeah, he said like over summer he would make like a couple hundred beats. No drums. And he'd just yeah. be in there just working. Have you seen the video of him at like the church or something on the like smacking on the piano and, and like on the lady? Yeah, but that's. Like, he, yeah, he's got to be on the spectrum or something. I don't know what he is. He's like. He's, on the genius spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> but he's, Send us some Yeezys, Kanye. Yeah. He's, he's, Yeezys. he's unhinged, but yeah, that's great. That's he's classic man. Have you seen the video of him on the plane? Like, he's on it, it's like for whatever reason he had to fly commercial. And then so there's this woman who's like, oh my God, it's Kanye. And he's got his. Uh, headphones on and he's on his laptop it's just like person 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 fully yeah. stacked he's just like they just know, on his feet yeah 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 they're all just watching they're watching him literally on his computer he's got the the flip out thing and he's just like in his own world just headbanging to his own stuff that's what I'd do if I was Kanye I'd like sneak in like the second ox cord and play yeah. in the headphones I want to he's making yeah. you know I want to be on that shit yeah surely the plane has an aux that's um, my suggestion. The, yeah, well, they've got a PA system. Yeah, plug my, into yeah. That. I I reckon there should be um, some soundtracks on the plane. Just or some light ones. Just some light ones. He should be the some, like, top ten and just play. Well, an interesting thing to do on a plane would be um, just say we're going to pick one seat every flight, and that person's got to nominate one track. 
Everyone knows. And it's like, you've like you got to have something prepared. Yeah. <laughs> if you're on like a 24-hour flight, yeah. everyone gets their, their everyone own gets track. one song. Yeah. yeah. You have the, literally just like opera music to... Yeah. Even if it's just like, you know how they've got like their own channels and stuff on the... Yeah. Like, even particularly the old ones, you know, where you had to press the button and you press the button and you're going like... But like even like like the new s- ones have their own... Silent disco. Because obviously yeah, like you can play chess and stuff. Um, uh, against people on the plane you should be able to have like a dedicated channel where it's just like requests right yeah so then you can see like oh a person in like 6F playing post mode you know 7F that's that's like some bathroom talk on the line be like oh I heard you were bumping yeah Lil Pump whoa yeah Yeah. I love Lil Pump Pump too (laughs) that's cool and then the other guy's like oh you guys into these mumble rappers what (laughs) a crap (laughs) genre and you guys suck you guys are obviously millennials and then he started playing playing fine yeah Yeah. and then rap battle in in, uh, across the aisle across the aisle Mm. between business class and economy (laughs) east west west business class mumble rappers (laughs) yeah Um, obviously we can talk to Qantas I doubt it would go through but I think it's a good idea I think it could make it interesting. Yeah, everyone gets. You got to start low. You got to start an easy jet and then work your way. Yeah, you got to for the backpackers. For the back. Yeah, but there are those overnight flights. Like if you do, like there are some overnight flights. I think like Sydney to Singapore, which is like eight hours, which is like by the time you take off and by the time you land, like no one really sleeps Mm. um, because it's like that awkward um, period where it's like too short to kind of get to sleep, and then it's like it's long enough that you just got to be sitting there. Mm. So obviously you got to have something to do. Mm. It could be a vibe. Could be vibe. Singapore yeah. Airlines. Yeah. Um, you got to trademark that. Trademark it before. We could patent it. Yeah. Okay. We ready to pack this show up? I think we're, uh, we're pretty well ready to kick it and rip it. Um, is there anything you want to plug? Shout out just before we go. We're massive fans of shameless plugs here and shameless self promotion. Yeah. So while well. while Snake Hill thinks about it, you can, uh, if you like what we're doing, um, feel free to support the channel on Patreon. Yeah. A dollar a month. Yep, we need your money. Um, we need to buy some more gear. Um, we're not gonna. We we don't make any bones about it, do we, Dukes? We no, we, we need more money. And um, we won't use it for drugs. That's we'll definitely say we won't. No drugs, maybe some beers, but that'll be it. <laughs> that'll be it. Um, yeah, look, uh, look. If you want to check me out, just underscore Snake Hill. Which I mean, yeah. Do one of these. Do one of these. Just do one of these on the yeah. camera. Yeah. yeah. Want to check it out? Underscore Snake Hill. Facebook, just Snake Hill. Um, you know, shout out to my homeboy Sound Engineer Ryan Close, and I think you guys have given me a platform enough to do all the other shout outs. So all right, cool, perfect. Wrap up, yeah. Alrighty, well, hopefully we'll see you again. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, well, when me. you uh, go platinum, and uh, let us know when you obviously when you're releasing new stuff, we'll um, we'll do our best to promote it as best we can, right, provided dude. we're not zucked or taken down by the by the deep state. So as we might be, there's a good chance <laughs> we will What happened to Seth Rich? Anyways. Um, See you later. See you later. Over and out.